Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the feds. feds. FedWork is the modern day background check. And we encourage people to feed empowerment daily. And, and you're, you're now listening, listening to, to FedWork. Fed hey guys, welcome to FedWork. I'm Katrina Joe. And I'm Sarah. And we are back with another FedWork Friday. Yay. And we are very excited to um, collaborate with our new sponsor, which is BetterHelp. If you are not familiar with them, they are a therapy platform with amazing resources that all of us can use at any time, any place, anywhere. Um, and Sarah and I wanted to take this time to kind of just touch on our experience with therapy and how we feel about it, our experiences in the past. And whatnot. So, Sarah, how do you yeah. feel about therapy? I feel like it is a completely underutilized tool that when you're working along with books and, you know, maybe friends and other people and you're, you know, consistently, we both can speak on this, we're both consistently trying to improve and grow and um, become our best versions of ourselves. I feel like it's a tool that, you know, should be used by everybody. It should be something where it's like, okay, I go to my eye doctor, I go to the dentist, I go to my doctor, I go to my therapist. Like right. it should just be something that is so ingrained in what we've done our entire lives that it's just something that, you know, especially with how, how serious mental health is and how many issues there have been, especially, you know, in the last decade um, that have been really like kind of put in front of our faces that make you realize, oh, wow, okay, that's not normal. Maybe I should look into that or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, I think it should just be something that's very normal. Like, I don't ask people like, do you think it's weird that I go to the dentist? Like you just go cause your teeth need to get cleaned. Right. Similar to where like, you know, your mind, your thoughts need to be, yeah. clean. you know, you got to take the trash out of, you know, everything that's going on in there as well. Exactly. So, I get it. Yeah. I definitely think it should be a part of our, you know, whether it's a weekly or monthly habit, um, with me growing up. I would say that I did have this like negative stigma around therapy where it wasn't, it wasn't something looked at as like a powerful beneficial tool. It was like, if you're going to therapy, you're quote unquote crazy is what I, you know, Same. had in my head growing up or, you know, just how I felt about therapy. And now as I'm older, I'm like, everyone should be in therapy <laughs> and it doesn't determine where you are at mentally or emotionally. It really is. I think just like you said, should be a part of the journey and then part of evolution and individual like self-awareness and growth that everyone should go through. For sure. I mean, I know like from my personal experience, I was as a, as a child, I couldn't sleep. I had a door wall in my bedroom and I always saw shadows. I thought men were coming in the room and I was always really scared. I couldn't sleep. It was like petrifying. My parents, you have to sleep. Like I would crawl into their bed or crawl into my brother's room and sleep on the floor every night. I didn't sleep in my bed. I don't know if ever um, as a kid. And they were trying to figure out like what could have happened. What was wrong? Like, did something happen? Maybe with a babysitter, like someone tried to break in, like we couldn't figure it out. And they thought, well, maybe she's just not speaking to us about it but maybe she would to someone else. So they sent me to, or took me to a therapist. And basically I was like playing arts and crafts, right? So like you sat down at a table, I'm, I'll never forget it. I made a bunch of penguins with like pieces of stuff. And yeah. as you were like 
making it, they were asking all these questions and, you know, they, they got down to the root of like, they think something terrible must have happened, but they didn't know if it was a dream that I had, if I saw a movie or if it really happened. And still to this day, I don't know. Like, I still can't tell you, I can at least sleep in my bed now. But so I think I went like two times, maybe that was it. You know, it wasn't something that like stayed long-term. So yeah, I thought my parents sent me to this place because I'm crazy. Like that's, you know, internally, I feel like that's how I felt. Um, And similar to how you said it was something that like crazy people go to, that's almost how I, I kind of took it. So cut to, I was 18 years old. I got in a very serious car accident and my friend was very badly injured and they basically required me because of my, my mental state to talk to a therapist. So, um, I remember, I still remember the very first time that I drove after the accident was on my way to the therapist and I sat down and I had this like really negative view on it where I was like, how are you going to tell me that I should work through this with medicine that you wanted to write me, which is what they were trying to do. They were trying to get me medicine. So I wouldn't do, I wouldn't cause harm. And I had this like negative view on it where I'm like, first of all, me telling you something isn't going to be the same as me experiencing it and living through it. So you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like I was in a very like combative position at that moment. And sorry, I thought that was on mute. And, uh, and so I went and I think I was required like to not go somewhere else. I was required to go, I think two or three times. And, um, they kept trying to write me, me pills. And I'm like, if my friend doesn't get pills to magically be okay, you're not going to give me a pill to magically be okay, lady. And like, I like wouldn't even condone what she was saying. I was very combative about it. And I quit. Like as a, the moment I knew that I wasn't going to a loony bin, if I didn't keep going, I stopped. And I definitely shouldn't have. You don't heal from things that are that severe on your own. Right. It's not possible. Like, it's just like PTSD is an actual thing. It's an actual condition that you actually need guidance through. Mm -hmm. And by me being able to quit and I was an adult, no one could tell me no. Right. So I was in this state. So I didn't, I didn't get help for everything that occurred there and what the trickling effect of all of that was through the rest of my life. So like, relationships and all those things, they stemmed from this one, this one incident and what it caused me. So cut to, gosh, I think it was 2018. No, 2019 is when I moved home. Right. Okay. So it was 2019. I was finally like, listen, my romantic relationships are not working. I am attracting the wrong men. I am allowing the wrong things to happen. And you know, at that time, our friend circle, and I'm speaking for both of us, our friend circle was very much so like all about self-work and healing and growth and and, you know, reading the right books and doing all the things that like, you, you know, and, and therapy was one of those things. So I was like, you know what? I've done a lot of work. It's not making any change. So let me talk to someone and maybe I'm missing something, you know? So I sat down with a therapist. I think I went, I think it was four times, Katrina. I really think it was only four. It might have been five, but I'm pretty sure it was only four. And she basically like asked for my whole relationship history. I gave her the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, we talked through the accident. We talked through every relationship after that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we get to the end and she was basically like, I think that you're healed. Like, I feel like you've, I mean, I'm using the words that I'm sure that's not exactly what she said, but she was basically like, you know, you knew everything. You just needed someone else to like verify, verify it, authenticate that what you were feeling and thinking was the right course of action, basically. And I don't know if I was just a really great actress and I was like playing into like, yeah, I'm like, I'm on top of my shit. I know what I'm doing or what, but yeah, we both, you know, we agreed. She's like, yeah, there, like something big comes up or something like that. She's like, but you have the tools now, like, you know what you need to do. Like almost like go, go out into the world and be, and be beautiful, like live a beautiful life. And so I was like, oh, perfect. My therapist went great. <laughs> and then that was it. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, girl, yeah, Two years no. later, still nothing's changed. And well, some things have changed. I am more of like a, a stickler on things, but more than that, it's, it's more so just having someone to go back and forth with about what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, what maybe I'm doing wrong, what I could maybe correct and feel better. Just guide me, have someone else there. Almost like, you know, like a doctor tells you what, what vitamins you need. Like I need a therapist to tell me what emotional things I need to be doing. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, talking down on your experience of therapy whatsoever, nor am I a licensed therapist, but in my years of existence and all the people that I know that go to therapy and even my therapist that I've been through, there's never been a time when they're like, okay, you're healed. Bye. Like, absolutely not. Nor do they always agree with everything you usually say, especially when it's coming from traumatic experiences. That's why I was so confused because I was like, yes, like I know I've done a lot of self-healing and I have a, no- I have a knowledge, like there's a, there's a, yeah, there's, a having- there's a level of awareness and emotional intelligence mm-hmm. that you possess. However, you are not completely this perfect human that can just no. walk out and never have therapy and, again. <laughs> exactly. And just because I like know those things, it doesn't mean that I'm implementing them on a weekly basis or implementing them all the time and having someone like a checks and balance system being like, well, did you remember to do this? Right. You know, is, is what you're doing healthy, all of those things. So yeah, I, as, as beautiful as I thought the experience was, I was very much so like, but I don't feel healed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's why I decided that it's time that I get back on the wagon. Yeah. Is that the right term? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to, to kind of like start the journey anew. And where do you think you'll start that? Well, <laughs> I wasn't sure, honestly, because I was like, I don't want to sit like personally, I don't want to sit in a room with someone. And like, I, I, I almost like the ability to have zooms to have that. So it's not necessarily like an interruption to my day, but part of my day, whereas getting in a car, driving somewhere, I could get deterred from that. Uh, so obviously better help just sounds like the perfect place for me. And I actually signed up this week. So I should be hearing from somebody in the next day or two. Amazing. Yeah. They, they usually take about, yeah, like 48 hours to match you with a therapist. They're actually a platform that I used in the pandemic. You've used them for since the pandemic. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Relationships take work especially the most important one you can have in your life, your relationship with yourself. 
A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well. But how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? Here at FedWork, we are all about self-care. Personally, I love finding time for a bubble bath, walk outside, listening to a new podcast, or maybe even getting a massage. So this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter just as much as everyone else does. And therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. Therapy is key to growth and healing. Having an outside perspective from someone who has no connection to the people or events you're referring to is one of the best aspects of healing. Guiding you through a tough discussion or situation is equally beneficial. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and FedWork listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash FedWork. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash FedWork. I was really happy when this sponsor opportunity came forward for FedWork because as you know, we very much like thrive on partnerships and sponsors that are very organic with us and, and what we Absolutely. do and what we stand for. And so I was like, yes, better help. Like I actually have benefited and believe in this platform. And with everything that we were all going through in the pandemic, with just life completely changing, being isolated, I was also in a relationship at the time that was not the best at all mentally or emotionally. And I did have a specific therapist that literally was available to me at all times of the day. Like I had a message or yeah. So I could text her, you know, randomly through the day of what I was dealing with questions or whatnot. And one thing that I really liked from this platform is that she gives you worksheets if you want them. And, and they're like, they're kind of like self-reflective worksheets, but also very informative where they're teaching you about things that you're going through, but then also questioning you of like where you are in that journey and dealing with that. Okay. Like dealing with things that are extremely traumatic, whether it is a car accident, whether it is a relationship with, you know, a lover or a parent or whatever. I actually was recently researching the definition of like trauma and like psychological trauma. And Mm -hmm. it actually is a disorder of your behavioral state that results from severe mental or emotional stress. And so just because we don't have like the physical wounds from something that is traumatized us in any type of way, doesn't mean that it does not kind of like we like rewire things in your brain that really affect the way that you're feeling, the way that you can even face the day, face yeah. your friends, face your productivity. And so it really helps to have someone that is experienced in the field of whatever it is that you're going through to help you through this. And so in the pandemic, I was doing the worksheets. I was texting her. I was doing the um, the Zoom calls or kind of like the FaceTime because you can do it straight from the app on your phone, which okay. is very convenient. And if at any time you need to schedule another session right there from the app, you know, um, and it also gives you the opportunity to kind of journal. So if you are in between sessions and let's say you have, I like to say that healing comes in waves. And so if you are having a wave, you can write in that journal 
when your therapist gets back on, she can respond to it. She can take notes. Yeah. And also address it in your next session. So just all around, I really felt better help was very helpful. No pun intended. (laughs) I got chills. (laughs) Yes. And, um, I, I also got really lucky with my first experience with them because I really did like my therapist and, I will say that they are very thorough in their questionnaire of what you're looking for. So I did want a female. I wanted someone that was experienced in relational therapy. I did want someone that was religious, Catholic or Christian. So there's, you know, different things of what you can put in your questionnaire that can really speak to you in your therapy. Because I also like to have someone speak to me from a place of spirit as well, of you know, kind of from the Bible and just like in regards to forgiveness and healing outside from the scientific stuff that, you know, psychologically work with, with humans. So I really like that aspect of better help as well. So that's interesting because I was, you know, I had just done the questionnaire when I signed up and I was, I had a hesitation about selecting someone that is coming. Like I, I marked that I'm, that I'm Christian and I marked that I'm spiritual but I had a hesitation on doing that I, on selecting someone that was from a Christian background only because I was concerned about any, like I have, I always have a fear of judgment mm. and I was curious how that would go. If I would feel like I was coming, if like I was being judged, if I was doing something that was like unchristian or uncatholic. I, so I, I had a hesitation on doing that. It's interesting because you seem to have had a really good experience with that, with that direction. Yeah. I never felt judged whatsoever. I mean, obviously there are things religiously that we may not have completely followed. Right. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I was <laughs> But I think that's also part of the beauty in talking to a therapist is they're never there to judge you. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, don't, I mean, I would like to say based on my experience with therapists, yes. I started going to therapy when I was in high school and I don't know if this is how it is now with in-person therapy, because I'm, I'm looking for a new therapist to go into in-person sessions with. Yeah. But in high school, my in-person therapist turned out to be a dad of a kid that went to my high school as well. But his rule was that, so we obviously lived in the same city, was that if any time we saw each other outside of that room, we did not know each other. And he did it very black and white. It was like, I don't know you. I don't know where you go to school. I don't know anything about your personal life. I am here to listen and help you in this room. And that is it. Like, and to some degree, you know, obviously I was, I think I was like 16 Mm -hmm. and it was very confusing. But as I reflected back later, I really respected that that time was sacred and there's no judgment. He doesn't care what I'm doing in, in school. He doesn't care how involved I am or if I'm not, he doesn't care, like where I shop for groceries. It is you are Katrina in this room and this is what I'm addressing and I'm helping you here. And that is it. And I remember running into him. I think we had like an open house at school and I walked by and I was like, <gasps> and he was just, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> yeah. He was, he just gave me a nod, like, and kept walking. And I was like, uh-huh. Like <laughs> it was almost like, Oh, it's like therapist. You know what I mean? And yeah. you're in high school. It's like this big thing. So yeah. And, and it was really helpful at the time. And my mom actually went with, with me to a few sessions, which I found to be helpful at the time. And yeah. then 
again, after that, I didn't, I never revisited therapy again. How long were you at that point? Probably two years. Okay. So you did it like from 16 till you were done basically. Yeah. Until I graduated. Okay. Yeah. I think sophomore to senior year. And then I just didn't revisit it college, you know, whatever, but I was also doing, you know, the podcast and the reading and the self-help books and the, you know, all of those things. And it wasn't until the pandemic that I was like, whoa, I can't, (laughs) I need someone to talk to. I need to, like you said, unload, take the trash out, May, do the maintenance up here yeah. in order to, to make sure that everything is functioning properly. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting that you said there's a lot of things that are, that have a lot of stigmas, right? Like a lot of people think about PTSD and they think of war, mm-hmm. right? That's pretty much the only time you talked about it. I didn't know what PT, PSTD, PTSD? PTSD was until I was diagnosed. So it's a very interesting, um, that a lot of things that people experience every day are not more mainstream, if you will. They're still almost cliche. And I feel like, you know, especially platforms like BetterHelp, where it's giving you the ability to do everything you need to from the privacy or the comfort of the place where you are the the most you, your home or, you know, whatever. Um, And having, you know, going along with the times, being able to message on an app, like, it's now something where it's like, why wouldn't you do it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? At this point, it's kind of like, just try it. Yeah. And if it doesn't no. work for you, it doesn't. And also, again, like I said, I got really lucky with liking my therapist on BetterHelp first time in. Right. And, and if you don't like your therapist, whether it is in person or on an app or a platform, don't get discouraged. Like you have the opportunity to say, hey, I don't think this is a good fit. I would like to try someone else. And, you know, also if, if therapy is just not for you or you were a little hesitant or scared of it, just like Sarah and I were growing up, like we both were like, oh no, like it was almost like, it was almost like you wanted to avoid therapy, like life. And now we both are advocates for it. So just, we just hope that from our messages and our experiences that you guys maybe might change your perspective on therapy, check it out. We do have the resource for you guys through BetterHelp where you can use the code FEDWORK to get 10% off your first month. And they have a ton of great resources. And I mean, it's helped me. It's still helping me to this day. Therapy is definitely helping. And there are also other platforms that if you're not comfortable getting on the screen or getting in person that you can just text your therapist. And and BetterHelp has that option as well. Yeah, it's... um... I feel like that's something that we like, we love to do at FedWork is, is kind of be raw and share what we've been through and hope that there's some way that it connects to you. And, you know, maybe one person, you know, sees this, that was having hesitation and is, is open to it. And and that's what makes it worth it. Yes. Because healing and growth evolution is a never ending process. It's not for, and you're healed. Right. It is not four and you're healed it is probably like 40 years <laughs> and well especially anyone that knows me would be like sarah yeah like get back, sessions get is back not healing the shit that's wrong with you yes get back into therapy please everyone <laughs> <laughs> yes um so yeah i mean again it's just 
a never ending process, I think for me. And, and I always say, like I said earlier, it comes in waves, whatever it is that you're going through, even if it's a work promotion, whether it's things with your friends, whether it's life challenges, whether it's finding your purpose or, you know, anything like that, finding love, it will always come in waves. So don't shy away from therapy. It can be a very helpful tool for you guys. Awesome. Yeah. All and right. Tuning in. Yeah. Make sure you guys sign up for better help and let us know how it works for you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.